Good afternoon, Anchor Nation. This is Aaron Rollins coming at you live once again, live from Southeast Third. Thank you to my three or four, maybe five listeners out there that have been following me. I appreciate you tuning in. So let's get down to business. Just finished up two of my finals. I got one final left. I'm making all A's so far. That's the goal. There's this freaking student that was in my psych class that was outscoring me on every goddamn test by like four or five points. It was infuriating. And it turns out that she doesn't even study. All I can think of is, damn it. These young kids are getting smarter and smarter and smarter. They're making us feel, I don't know, outdated. But I think that's the purpose of getting old. I think. I don't know for sure. But I think that, uh, you know, the next generation is supposed to be better. You know, how else are we going to get anywhere with this civilization if we don't have a smarter generation? But then I look at my nephew, and I'm like, God, I don't know. (laughs) I guess we'll see. I I read it somewhere that, uh, you know, in the next thousand years, human beings aren't even going to look the same anymore because we're on our screen so much that our um, eyeballs and our heads are going to grow differently. That's going to be good. It makes my spine crawl a little bit. But then, you you know, you look back and you see that early humans, our bone structure was different. And we've probably covered in hair and all that crap. And I don't know. I don't know where I stand on all of that. It's just, there's, there's so many convincing arguments one way or the other. And everybody's like, well, tangible scientific evidence proves this. But I'm like, well, yeah, but it doesn't prove X, Y, and Z either. So it's imperfect. So how can I stand with a ideology or a theory that's imperfect? Well, it's, it's the best that we can come up with. It's the best that we can do. Well, it's not enough. Well, it's not enough for me. Regardless, I'm almost done with this semester. And then in a couple more weeks, turn around and do it again in the summer. And I got to do God dang A&P. I'm not looking for that, forward to that nonsense. One of my coworkers is already done with two. He just, excuse me, he just finished up A&P two today. So so much for that um, I did give notice at work I've got like another two weeks after this one and then that's that on the emergency department um, I was toying with the idea of you know sitting down with my supervisor and saying hey maybe I'll just take a couple weeks of unpaid leave they call it FMLA maybe I'll just take a couple weeks of FMLA and get my head straight because you know this job is starting to to chip away at me and I, I don't want to crack at work I've already had one bad day and then I had another bad day but nothing came out of that I didn't lose my cool it's just this one nurse was really freaking rude and I was like you know I'm, I'm two seconds from getting loud in here and I, that's the last thing I want to do with all these patients around here and all these other nurses they're going to call the cops and it's going to be a whole scene and I don't, I don't want to do that you know, once once I get to my tipping point and I'm tipped over, I'm like boiling water. It just all rushes out. You know, how the old water bubbles and it just spills over. That's that's how I get when I when I lose control of my temper. It takes me a while to get there. But then once I'm there, I, like it all spills over and then you got to clean up the mess. And I'm tired of doing that. You know, I'm 34. I'll be 35 this year. I don't want to be in environments that, that do that to me. You know, I do the best I can with the fucking situations I'm in you know you can't always expect me to be fucking perfect nobody's perfect um, apart from that 
you know, for those that haven't heard or not keeping up with, uh, you know, the other people I'm involved with, like my brother and the, the Pimentels, my brother's doing another movie. Um, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it because, you know, most movies require a budget of like, I don't know, forty-five dollars to $50,000 just to be on the B list. I doubt he's going to pour that kind of money into something like this. And, uh, you know, I just have a feeling that while this will be a, a fun journey, it's not going to amount to anything. Uh, not that my brother doesn't have talent. Yeah, Shane's, Shane's good. He's, he's got comedy, uh, comedy punchlines in him. Uh, he's got good ideas. It's just that he doesn't, he doesn't have the money. You know, most of these movies cost money to make. Even Friday costs money. You know, <laughs> that, that wasn't a cheap film. You know, they, they had uh, DJ producers making the music. They had uh, a cinematography team. They had post-production. They they had, you know, I want to say it was like a forty-five dollars to $50,000 budget. No, it was more than that, actually. And I know it wasn't a million-dollar film. But uh, they, they I think, if I recall, they actually went over their budget. And, you know, they, they weren't expecting for it to be a success. But that movie has stood the test of time. You know, people can watch it now in their 20s and still think it's funny. And they'll have nothing in common with these people. Because, you know, the movie came out in the fucking 90s. So, you know, with that being said, um, you know, I've, I've got some hope that my brother's project will, will kick something off and, you know, maybe maybe spawn some more projects or maybe get some people some, some recognition. You know, I, can't exp- I can't possibly expect to have a major role. He's treated me like fucking Eddie Murphy in the past and had me do like six different characters. I can't do that this time. I'm in school. I'm going back to school this summer, and that's when he's starting to make it. So it's like, fuck, man, I can't. If I'm working and going to school, there's just no way. And I, I do plan to keep a job. I just don't plan to stay where I'm at. I want to stay with the VA. I really do. I just I do not want to stay in the emergency department anymore. I was talking to one of my coworkers about it. And, um, you know, he was talking about how nurses get crapped on all the time. And I said, yeah, you're right. And and it gets to them after a while. And after a while, their attitudes turn sour and they just are hard to work with. You know, I I care about the veteran community. I've said this time and time again. I care about those guys and and those gals. You know, their stories matter to me because I'm a part of that community. And I just... My, most of my life, I've had to dealt with not being insignificant or not being important or being ignored. And I don't want that to happen to these people. You know, I don't want their stories to be forgotten. I don't want them to feel like they don't matter. And when you get to a certain age, you start thinking that way. Because other people are moving on with their lives and they're not. you're not as important to them as you used to be. Um, your friends die or they move on and you're kind of left with yourself or your partner. And that's that's really it. So I, I don't want that happening to some of these guys that are, you know, 70, 80, 90 years old. Once they get over 100, they don't really give a fuck about much. Um, you know, when they're in that 30-year that gap, sometime early, early as 60, they, they feel a certain way. And I, I'm trying to do the best I can to not let this job suck the soul out of me. I'm already feeling some differences. I, um, I used to be very, very colorful in my acting skills. I used to do all kinds of different voices. I like to impersonate people. I like to come up with things, but I'm, I'm feeling my creativity just getting more and more sucked away. That's not a good feeling. 
So other other than that, I do have some exciting poetry performances that I'm thinking about doing. I put together some works, something that's dealing with night terrors, and man, that's going to be powerful as fuck. Like when I was when I was thinking and putting the ideas together and, and rehearsing it in my house, man, it was giving me goosebumps. So if, if you're following me on social media in any medium, uh, be on the lookout for a video. Uh, I'm not really hosting anything anymore, but I still participate. So I'm going to try to participate in an event and post something up man it's it's gonna have like pictures and sound effects it's still gonna be poetry but it's gonna be a performance so i'm really looking forward to that that's gonna be huge um if this doesn't put my name on the map as a poet as a poet i don't know what will um and this i mean it's not gonna be long and lengthy and drawn out it's just gonna be it's gonna involve um it's going to involve uh audience participation and some other stuff so Man, I'm uh, I'm happy to be doing this. I'm excited to be doing this. I hope that I get a chance to do it soon. I want to partner with some other groups because I want the crowd to be there. I don't want to just have like, you know, eight or ten people show up. I'm thinking like twenty to thirty people out there in the audience. That's gonna make it way more impactful because the the audience participation I'm gonna need. I need more voices so that it, it has more more auditory sensation. Um, that's the goal at least. Anyway. Uh, I left my fucking groceries in the car, dude, driving, man, I am just, I am just the worst at calculating, you, you, you know, how long it takes to do shit. I drove to the grocery store and I'm like, I got plenty of time. I don't have to be in class until one. It's barely after 12 or it wasn't even 12 when I got in there. And I was like, let me do my shopping and I'll get out, get in the car and go. And so I get to the car, I lose track of time, it's like 12.40 by the time, no, 12.45 by the time I get to the car. That should be enough time. But I calculate my route on my Google Maps, and what's it say? 107. And I'm, son of a bitch, there's no way. I'll leave my house, you know, uh, at 9 o'clock for a class at 9.30, and I'll be early. So there's no way it's going to take me almost 20 minutes to get to class. But it did. Because I sat at red lights, because I sat at intersections, because the speed limit was 30 fucking miles an hour. I was five minutes, well, I was more like 10 minutes late. I was 10 minutes late to class. All that shit, I'll be talking to John about him being late to work every damn day. And on finals day, I'm 10 minutes late. I still made an 85 on that exam, so that's okay. I mean, I I think I ended the class with a 91% somewhere in there. Anyway. Um, talking to some of my other students, they're talking about the arbitrary rules, and I was, he was saying that you know the problem that he had with that class is that it was geared towards 19, 20, 21 year old kids. Where you know we had some students in our class that were 24, 25 with three kids. We had one guy that was over 40. Uh, me and Angel were in our 30s. You know that's that's four people right out the gate that don't fit that demographic. <laughs> it was a little unfair for us. We don't need these life lessons. We're not kids anymore. <laughs> we had the dean of exercise science come in and talk about professionalism. You know, I, I just, I, I was so irritated. I had to sit there and listen to that. It's like, who who cares? You know, who cares? You know, all, all I want you to do is be good at your job and come here and actually care about doing it. That's all I want. You know, I don't care if you got a button-up shirt with a tie. I don't, I don't care that your, your hair is clean and, and slicked back. You can have a, a freaking mane going down to your past your shoulder blades that you haven't washed in a week. You know, just don't stink the place up and, and don't, you know, uh, like, what's the word? Show off your body. Yeah, I don't, I don't like all that. None at work. 
You know what you do in your your profession or your private time or at the beach or in public. That's that's on you. But at work, come to work, do your job, and and do it well, and go home. That's all we need. That's all we need. All, right, all that ranting and raving, and I'm done. I'm done. I'm supposed to be getting groceries in the house. Uh, I didn't mean to, to chew up the airwaves with that. It seems like most of my podcast is just bitching. <laughs> I'd say anywhere from 94 to 95 percent, I'm just griping and complaining. But hey, it's time for celebration. I got a couple weeks off before the next semester. Um, I'm really, really hoping that there's some job opportunities that open up in different departments at the VA. I want to stay with the VA. I just don't want to keep working with some of these people. They suck. Um, so you know, it's it is that's what it is. I can't change that. So other than that, uh, exciting news in the future. Maybe I'll get that performance together. I really hope that you'll watch or maybe, you know, tell somebody that cares about that kind of stuff. That'd be nice for all you people listening. You know, tell tell people about us. Don't just sit here and laugh and listen to us and make fun of us. You know, we, we need more people. Talk about us. Tell your friends about us, about our, our my brother's podcast, my about JP's What, about um, Waco Poet Society. You know all the all the stuff that we tell you about. We need you to, to we need you to tell friends about it. We, we know we need word of mouth to travel. You know, just sitting back there laughing and, and making fun of us for for having problems with with our coworkers or wanting to quit our jobs or having problems with our significant other or or being late to work or school or having problems in traffic. That's not enough. We need people listening to this stuff. You know, the more attention we get, the more significance it has. It's it's very superficial and shallow, but that's the way it is, man. That's how this crap works. Anyway, I got to get going. Thank you for listening. I got groceries to put away. I've been parked in my driveway for like five minutes now. Ooh, it's warm out here. Oh, I got to cut my grass tomorrow. I cut my grass and I got like two-thirds of the way done and I came from the backyard to the front yard and I turned my lawnmower off to kind of help save the gas and the freaking thing wouldn't start back up again when I went to cut the rest of the yard. And I got to weed eat and I got to spray. You know, I wanted to own a home so bad and get out of apartment and hotel living and yet I bit off more than I can chew. Alright, so thanks for listening. This has once again been Aaron from Southeast Third. Give JP's what a listen. Uh, if, if anything, you're going to love the way he stumbles and trips over his words. It's great. He says the same thing like five times in a row or he'll say some things that it's English but it, the words aren't a proper, properly connected to the words. The letters aren't properly arranged so it doesn't even make sense. It is English and you probably will understand the majority of it. So give it, give it a listen. You'll love it. Um, at any rate, this is Aaron. Been uh, been a joy having you guys on the podcast, listening to me. I appreciate it. Um, take care of yourselves. Hydrate. It's getting hot out there. Don't do anything stupid. All right, drive safe. Um, this has been Southeast Third, and I'm signing off.